from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. The topic for today's episode is greed. Now, why am I talking about greed? Well, on March 6th, 2020, the 16th result on Google Trends was greed. So that was yesterday for me, because I'm recording this on Saturday. So first, what is Google Trends? Well, Google Trends is a place where you can see how certain search words have trended over the years, how keywords have fared in search popularity. Now, why would you use Google Trends? Google Trends is a useful tool in finding topics that people are actively Googling for, actively searching for information on this topic. And the idea is that as a content creator, you have a few different ways to create content. And one way is to focus on what people are looking for. And personally, this isn't a method of content creation I focus on all that much. I usually focus on the things that I want or that an individual has pointed out to me that they want. So this is a new experiment today. We are talking about something that is trending on Google right now, which apparently is the word greed. So what is greed? The love of money, the love of things. In the Bible, we read it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to go to heaven. Gordon Gecko teaches about greed. Greed, for a lack of a better word, is good. When people in an economy act in rational self-interest, the economy, at least in theory, will run efficiently. Let's explore this idea. Let's say you have a shovel that you don't need that you want to sell. And let's say there's three potential buyers of this shovel. The first is a homeless man that needs a stick so he can tie his bundle to so he doesn't have to hold his bundle of goods in his hands. He is willing to buy the shovel from you for one cent because that's all the money he has And he could just find a stick if you don't sell it to him and use that instead. Next is a gardener who'll use the shovel in their personal garden. They don't have much money, and so the shovel is really just for their hobby. But they'll pay $5 for it. The last is a construction company in dire need of shovels. They will pay $10 for the shovel to be used in constructing roadways, digging ditches, etc. If you are a rational actor, you will sell to the highest bidder, the construction company. And the highest bidder will put the shovel to its best use economically. A rational, self-interested buyer will not pay more for the shovel than they can derive from the shovel in value. Consider the homeless man who has many alternatives available to him, and so instead of using a more expensive shovel, will likely just use a cheap stick, because both are equally suitable to him. The hobbyist will pay more, but because their activities don't generate as much money as the construction company, the construction company who needs it the most and is able to profit off it the most will be willing to pay the highest price. Now, of course, this example is a little oversimplified for the real world, but the principles are still true. And we can even see examples of this when companies acquire other companies. The highest bidder for a potential acquisition company will be the company that synergizes and provides the most value 
At least this is all true in theory. In reality, we don't live in a perfectly rational world. Sometimes we give stuff to the homeless guy because we feel bad, or the gardener. Sometimes, companies are sold because a board member sits on the boards of both companies and sets himself up to make a killing. At least on paper, there is certainly an argument to be made for rational self-interest. But is that greed? Personally, I don't think so. Greed is about obsession with money, about sacrificing the things that really matter in life for money and in the pursuit of it. Now, I sacrifice a lot for money. I work long hours for money, but all this work isn't for the sake of just making money. For me, a big consideration is security. I want to find myself in a place where I am content with the amount of money I have, where I don't have to worry about money, where I'm free to do what I want. I don't really have aspirations to be wealthy just for the sake of wealth. Having a base level of wealth is really necessary to do much of anything in life. Think about it. As selfless as you are, you will still need to eat, have a place to sleep, etc. Even if you want to give all your time in selfless service, you still need to provide for yourself. Now consider this verse in the Bible, Matthew 6, 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your own life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? What does this verse mean to you? To me, it is talking about how there are things that matter more than the temporal things of life. Our fashion choices typically don't have lasting consequences, at least the very trivial aspects of it. The color shirt you pick on a particular day hardly matters. Although I suppose if you showed up to a big job interview in a t-shirt, there could be lasting consequences. But what I think the verse is really getting at is that we shouldn't be obsessed with ourselves. And ultimately, I don't think possession of wealth will bar you from a happy afterlife. Consider this verse, 1 Timothy 6 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil. In this letter to Timothy, we read that the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money, not money itself. I think it is also when we disregard the safety of others, the well-being of others in our pursuit of money, that we truly become lost. And in that endless search for more and more wealth, we can become, well, evil. And that is greed in its worst form. All right, well, that episode was certainly different from everything else I've made up until this point. Let me know what you think. Message me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Links to all my social will be in the description. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I hope you enjoy. My content usually isn't this philosophical and usually doesn't quote the Bible this often, but let me know what you think. And until next week, stay frugal. And I wanted to give a quick shout out to my coworker, Daniel. Daniel, you're the man. Thanks for listening. And thanks for the ideas that I used in the previous episode.